Weeknights with Terrible. a migraine. With a migraine. Great. We are <laughs> setting ourselves up for success right now. It's going to be so much fun. Before we get started, mm-hmm. not that we haven't already started, I have a serious question for you. Why do you think it's so difficult for us to watch rom coms? Like, we love bad movies. We love mm-hmm. movies where they like things come out of left field and there are huge gaps in the plot and things don't make sense necessarily right. when you hold them under a microphone. But when it comes to rom-coms, I dread watching them. I think it's because the the other movies that we enjoy are typically, you know, of the horror genre or something. And there is a lot of variety to them, despite the point, the fact that, they're, yeah, they follow basic plot structures that a horror movie needs to have. It really is its own story, whereas rom-coms, Boy Meets Girl, something happens that pushes boy and girl away and then brings them back together, and then they're together, and then the end. Yeah, that makes sense. It's just so... Like you Same. can, yeah, you can add any flair that you want to it, but really, at the end of the day, it's a simple <coughs> rom com. Yeah, would you put? Uh, by the time you get to the third one, is it still a simple rom com though? I definitely liked the third one more, but I mean, I I don't even know that I would say it was, this one was a rom com. No, like do. Do most Christmas movies like this fall under the rom-com category? I know that like we jokingly call them Hallmark movies because... I mean, I feel like the first two fell under the category. Yeah. In Christmas Perfection. Yeah. But like... So I guess like not all Christmas movies are rom-coms. There's some other line to that logic, but I can't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not all Christmas movies are rom-coms. Okay. Would you rather watch only Christmas movies for the rest of the time we do this podcast or rom-coms and Christmas movies? Only Christmas movies. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in July, you're like, let's Christmas talk about... Let's talk about a Christmas movie Christmas. Always. Pretty excited to talk about that one. Because <laughs> it looks so bad. It really does. All right. I guess we can start talking about the actual movie. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night, the podcast in which we take a serious look at bad films and genre films and hopefully give them the credit that they deserve. 
I am Nigel from a journey into film.com and with me is my wonderful wife, Caitlin. Hello. And this is officially kicking off Hallmark Christmas season. Yay! It's the best time of the year. Yeah, I guess so. And we are finally finishing up the Christmas Prince trilogy with a Three Christmas years Prince, in the making. The Royal Baby, which was released in 2019. I know. How crazy is it that we've done three years worth of Christmas movies for this podcast now? Pretty wild. Like, I was thinking about that this morning. That's crazy. We've done, we have reached the end of a series of movies, mm-hmm. a trilogy, something that became a bit of a meme for Netflix, put, put Netflix on the map with their Christmas movies, spawned a whole Christmas universe on Netflix because these tie into the Christmas Switch movies. I don't know if they tie into any others, but I know that they reference them. The King and Queen for this one. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think next year we're going to start the Christmas Switch. So, you know, we'll just start building hype for that now. (laughs) Be like our own little uh, uh, Disney hype machine with That's right. telling people we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Princess Switch Woo. one year from now. One year, come back next year. We'll leave little breadcrumbs leading up to. I think we should reference it in every podcast. From we should now till then. You know what? It'll be like the Thanos teases in movies. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll build up to our. Uh, Christmas movies next year with Princess Switch. Let's do it. This is the, like I said, it's the third movie in the trilogy. They dated, they got married, now they had a baby. They have, this movie has literally followed the natural life (laughs) progression of two people in love. Right. And there were no problems along the way. It was an uneventful courtship, marriage, and birth um then how they get any movies made i don't know i don't remember anything happening in these movies <laughs> what are you talking about remember something happens in the last movie where she's like he's too busy with work and she's like you don't have time for me right i was making some jokes <laughs> you remember that one time they said simon you're still the bad guy because oh you were in the gosh. first one and then we as the audience said no, like, stop trying to make Simon the bad guy. Um, Here's my question for you. I want to know, like, if somebody, I even, I forget what Simon did in the first movie, but if somebody did that to you, would you still let them be a part of your castle? Because I would have kicked them out. Betray me once, Bye. I don't know. Let's see if we can refresh our memory as to what Simon did in the first one. Something, something, something. Amber uh, gets in the past. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Simon was trying to, like, overthrow. Remember, because King Richard was adopted mm. and he was trying to say, I'm, I should be the king because I'm a blood heir. That's right. And then... They found an acorn that, like, uh, did it amend the law or something? There's something with a wooden yeah. acorn. Yeah. 
that was really important. <laughs> and you can tell we paid so much attention well, to it. was also three years ago. I know. It may have been a bad idea for us to watch these one year apart with no refreshers. Yeah. Uh, but would you, so would you keep Simon if he tried to dethrone you? If he tried to dethrone me, if, like in the second one, he made up for it by doing something awesome, then yes. Mm. I wouldn't even have given him a chance to do something awesome. I'd be like, see ya. And yet you think that Simon is the most attractive one in the movie. Well, he is. Better looking than King Richard. Yeah, King Richard kind of looks like a squinty-faced lion. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if that's like what they were going for. (laughs) Well, they nailed it. Yes. So the whole cast of characters is back. You got Queen Amber. You got King Richard. You got Queen Helena. I don't... Can you have two queens? Is that how that works? I really don't know. I was very confused by that. I Technically like three queens, right? Because the mom. That's what I'm talking about. The mom. Oh, and Helena. And then Amber. No, it, Helena is the mom. Oh, I meant the, the sister. sister. Princess Emily. Oh, princess. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, shouldn't the mom still be queen until, right. until she dies? Yeah. I thought that's how that went. Yeah, I feel like they, they didn't really follow the rules with this movie. Apparently, these people have never seen Game of Thrones before because <laughs> they don't know how any of this works. Uh, yeah, so you got Rose McIver, Ben Lamb, Alice Krieg, Honor Neefsi, and then you got some new faces because they introduced the fictional country of Penglia with uh, King Tai and Queen Ming. And uh, they're very clearly meant to be an eight. I don't, that was uh, kind of a weird choice in my opinion. Why do you have this like white Anglo-Saxon like people who have very normal, no accents Mm -hmm. in a country called Aldovia, which Mm -hmm. kind of sounds like Russia's younger, like three times younger cousin. (laughs) And then Penglia, which is clearly like some kind of Asian stand in. Mm-hmm. Like all of these places sound like third world countries, right. but they, I guess they have that like Netflix Christmas time veneer all over <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, they probably are very impoverished. I mean, well, we do know that Aldovia is in debt to Penglia for like what, a million money units? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a million money units. Yeah, this. By the time we got to this one, I said, I don't think I have it in me to pay attention to these movies anymore. I think you missed out. This one was pretty good. Well, yeah, you know, I was pretty glad that I feel like for my sake, Mm -hmm. they said, you know what? There's a curse. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did they do anything with the curse other than say, oh, no, there's a curse? Nope. Uh, Sure, they did not. They did not. So that was disappointing. Um, They also didn't really introduce anyone to be the bad guy. They were just like, oh, yeah, the butler did it? (laughs) Question mark. Yeah. Yeah, that that was kind of a cop out. Just pin it on the butler. Yeah. 
did did you like this movie? I liked it better than the other two, and um, it moved pretty quickly, so I appreciated that. I feel like they didn't really have too much going on in this no, one. No, they really didn't. There was not much of an actual conflict, and when there was, it's it's like they didn't care. Yeah, they were just so focused on having their baby. I feel like that was kind of like the main part of the movie. And they didn't really have scenes outside the castle except for like that one ice skating scene. So that was kind of nice because it was just like, all right, here we are. Here's the story. She's going to have a baby. All right, the end. Yeah. So it moved rather quickly, which was nice. And, uh, you know, despite it being maybe not certified fresh i actually always enjoy any type of christmas movie because why not you know they got christmas trees they got snow i'm down this is the second highest rated of the christmas prince movies on the second IMDb. highest was the first highest the first one no that's stupid this well, should be I the mean, highest rated it's 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 barely the highest rated. It's 5.8, 5.4, 5.3. Oh, all pretty close in the 5 range. Yeah. I mean, you could round up to 6 for the first one. This sure. one's like you round down to 5, but you know, what is that? <laughs> so, that being said, Kaylin, tell us uh tell us more about what you liked about this movie. <sighs> um well, I mean, again, I liked how quick it went. <laughs> that was probably my number one. Gave us plenty of time for other activities in our day. Right. It was like over so fast. Um, I liked how her best friends somehow got involved in the story. You mean the one best friend? No, both best friends. Who's the second best friend? The the um like party planner guy. No, he's just the party. He was planning the wedding in the last one. Remember, the one was, but his best friend. That's her best friend from New York. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Make me poop my pants here. Uh, yeah, that's her best friend from New York. I'm gonna. He got oh, involved in the second one planning. Right, 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 right. Yeah. There he is. Okay. Oh my gosh, I think I watched this movie by myself. I think you did watch <laughs> this movie by yourself. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm with you on this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the party planner hooked up with her, her gay best friend. Right. And then her black best friend mm-hmm. got together with Simon. Mm-hmm. Melissa. Yes. And I liked how the mom wasn't really, like, um, manipulative or rude or, like, evil in this movie. Or, like, existing. I mean... I feel like the mom was barely in this she one. She was... Yeah, which was fine with me. <laughs> um, it focused less on the sister, too, which I liked. Yeah, Because the I, second one focused way too much on the sister. Yeah, I don't really understand why I mean I guess it like makes sense to have a younger sister well that's how she got there in the first place right but like does she age 
Like, does this little girl age? Because no, I feel like right the same. How many years ago was that movie? She looks the, the same. The first one, yeah. Uh, I mean, it would have been the four, five years ago now. Yeah, she doesn't look a day older. No. So that's kind of concerning. It's a little concerning. She should get that checked out. <laughs> what did you like about the movie? Uh, not much. Okay. These I I I'm like these movies are really difficult for me to watch, and I regret not paying more attention to it. <laughs> but I'm glad that I didn't pay more attention to it. Did you like when they were talking about the baby stuff in the baby book? No. Oh, I thought that okay. was funny. Okay. Actually, let's talk about something real quick. Now that you're bringing up baby stuff, and I remembered that this was a thing in the movie. <laughs> My least favorite joke. That somehow needs to be crammed <laughs> into everything with hey, we a can't father get on figure. The bad stuff yet? <laughs> no, I'm getting up on my soapbox while okay. I have the opportunity. For some reason, at some point in time, society, I guess, we should blame everything on society or Hollywood or somebody, I don't know who, but I hate you. <laughs> wow. Said, Strong word. Hey, you know it'd be a really funny joke? If the dad is a moron and can't read simple instructions <laughs> to put together furniture. Do you well, only feel that way because you love putting together furniture? No. I feel that way because it's not that hard. <laughs> I don't understand this. Apparently you've never seen me put together furniture. How hard is it to follow directions, though? I returned the three bookshelves to Walmart in college because Jenna and I kept building them wrong. <laughs> I'm going to be triggered over this. It's stupid. They're like, oh, look at these look at these instructions. They're in Chinese or something. I, I can't figure out how to build a crib. I'm dumb. And then next thing you know, like, they're... Like the crib is like built like a Z and it's like, okay, first of all, you know, that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> like oh at God. what point, like a crib, it's got four walls. It's got legs. <laughs> that should be your mental picture. Like there's a picture probably on the box of what it looks like. Use that as a frame of reference. <laughs> Remember when we made, our, we built our, our first bed. Yeah. That, that took went, all night. It did. It took a long time, <laughs> but we had to wait for Danielle to get her bed out of there. We had to wait for a lot of things, but you know what? We banded together. I told you exactly what to do. And I did it. And we, you know what? We came out on the other side, a stronger couple because of it. Yeah. But if it was just me, I would have slept on my mattress on the floor that night. That's, you know, like I get it. Like some people <laughs> like you. It, okay. Okay. Time, that's not a problem. Mm -hmm. If you're like, oh, you know, I want to take my time with this. I want to make sure I'm doing everything right. You know, point A, step B, mm -hmm. step C. Great. Take your time with it. Mm -hmm. But don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't just put things together and make shapes. Like, like, yes, you are playing with an adult Lego kit. <laughs> but you're also, there's only one goal in mind. Leave the imagination in your childhood. <laughs> because in this instance, 
this is the bed that your baby is going to sleep right. in. You want to do it right. You better get it right. Mm-hmm. Another thing, because they keep taking the stupid joke in like wild directions. <laughs> why did he have a hardcover book for his instruction book? I know. How many steps were there? And it was like a thick book. Yeah. It was like a 400 page hardcover instruction he manual. Had to go cut down the tree, shave the wood. Yeah, was that part of the instruction? Apparently. Now, if that was in the like, if the, if if there were instructions on chopping down trees <laughs> and like how you have to cut it and stuff, like yeah, okay, I'd get it. <laughs> but this is particle board; it's not meant to last. Um, you think that a king and queen gave their baby a particle board crib? No, that was yes. real wood. I think that they did. No, because Mm-mm. why is the king putting his own child's bed together? Well, anyway? also good question. He has servants for that, right? He should, okay, in the first two movies, he's like, I have so many important things to do. I don't have time to spend with you, Amber, or plan our wedding. Right. And then in this one, he's like, well, country's fine. Yeah. I could take all the time off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. she. I think Amber in this one talked more about policy. Than he did, for sure, because women power. I mean... When I say talk about policy, she like name dropped things that she's like, <laughs> that oh she yeah, I did this thing for the country. Queens should also be involved with treaty signing. Girls can be kings. <sighs> All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Uh, what did I like about this movie? I liked the idea of the curse. I liked that they expanded the world beyond this one country. But apparently there are only two countries. There's only two countries in the whole world. I like the ambitious measures of signing a treaty every 100 years. Yeah. I like Rose MacGyver. I do. I love Rose MacGyver. I enjoyed her in iZombie. Mm -hmm. She's usually, most of the time, my favorite part of these movies. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch her in Ghosts. I am... Refusing to watch Ghosts. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch Ghosts. (sighs) Great. You can watch Ghosts. (laughs) Because somehow they're going to ruin it. I know they will. Um, And that's about it. Can I talk about what I didn't like? Because I've been dying to talk about this. Look, I feel like I am surprised that this episode hasn't just turned into a complaint of fest yet. (laughs) Like, Like, I know that, like, our goal is to defend these movies at this point. But, like... This is hard. <laughs> this is arguably the hardest thing I've had to do all day. I could defend this movie up, down, sideways, but I cannot defend how he ate that donut. You are. What is wrong with him? You are really upset about the way he held that donut, and Who? I saw nothing wrong with it. I. Okay. Who holds a donut like that? And what do you mean you saw nothing wrong with it, Nigel? He literally picked up the donut with a claw hand and just, and then he had all of his fingers over the whole half of the donut getting frosting on his fingers. That is not how you eat a donut. That's how you eat a sandwich. I mean, I guess like if you're royalty in another country, but like, again, I mean, he's still going to eat it. It's not like he like. I don't care. You you get the frosting off the donut. Why would you do that? 
I, I don't I don't know. It didn't look like it was rubbing off of it. Oh, so the frosting just glued on there? Caitlin, no. their, their country is Christmas time all year round. So it's probably frozen on there. Uh, no, I still, you should eat a donut like this and with your hand in a U shape. I think the more egregious part of that scene is how she tried to hide a massive box of donuts by like slightly turning away. <laughs> yes, that was also ridiculous, but not as ridiculous as how he chose to eat that donut. <sighs> what an idiot. That's why he couldn't build a crib. He doesn't even know how to hold a donut. I mean, to be fair, he is queen of a cunt or queen. He's the king of a country. And, uh, and he I feel can't like eat donuts and he can't put together cribs. If you f- what good is he? If you've seen The Prince, you kind of get the idea that these royal types don't really know how to do anything for themselves. Yeah. Well, apparently he was never taught how to hold a donut. So, uh, P.S. The Prince is a great show. Go check it out if you like animated comedies. Uh, don't know how accurate. I mean, it's probably not accurate, but it was funny to me. And I know nothing about the royal family. Is that the only thing you didn't like about this movie? Is the way he holds a donut? Yes. You got to be kidding me. No. <laughs> I liked this movie. Um, I mean, they pinned it on the butler, so that was kind of rude. Because, like, that guy did nothing wrong. I'm also, like, annoyed at how the dad, like, can never make it there until the end of the movie. Like, don't even be in the movie. No, then. no, no. He was, he was there in the last one. Because, remember, he showed up and he was, like... Hello, cook lady. We're going to be best friends. No, that friends. was the first one. No, it was the second one. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Well, he usually isn't in it till the end of the movie. And it's just like, what's the point of you being in this movie then? Yeah. I actually forgot that he had said that he was coming. And then he showed up at the end. And I was like, oh, yeah, they you did have a conversation <laughs> at the beginning of the movie about getting there. Yeah. And you stupid. conveniently showed up right when the airport's open. I don't I don't think it works the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think when you close an airport, that means you don't fly out. Right. And I mean, yeah, like, planes can't fly in, but was he just, like, sitting at the airport the whole time? Yeah. Like, you can't... Like, it's not like his plane just landed the second the airport opened. Maybe it did. Christmas magic. I don't know. Christmas magic. This movie is egregiously, uh, like, you can't use Christmas magic as an excuse for this movie. Um, Yeah, you can use Christmas magic for an excuse for any Christmas movie. Okay. I wish that the curse thing had played a bigger part. Okay, so here is, Caitlin, give us a 30-second summary or a tweet of the plot of this one. Because there's a little bit more than just the baby's coming. Um, all right. The baby is coming, and they are due to sign a, Chris, a treaty. That they sign every 100 years with Penglia. And it's due on Christmas Eve. And if it's not signed by Christmas Eve... At midnight. Then they will have a curse on their firstborn child. And war will break out between the countries. And they go to sign the treaty. And surprise, it's missing. Dun, dun, dun. Who took the treaty? Who done it? The butler. The butler done it. It took three (laughs) movies for them to say, the butler done did it. Right. (laughs) Uh, I wish that they had done something other than like a treaty to go wrong. 
Like, I liked that the first one kind of focused on, hey, here are the day-to-day problems of running a country. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, I guess, because they solved all of their country's problems, they had to f- look elsewhere for right. problems to face. And, like, I get that treaties are things. But, like, what if they what if they had just, like, what if this was the first time they signed a treaty? with? Why did it have to be a 600-year-old treaty? Because um, the because, curse didn't go anywhere. Yeah, but the butler, he was related to the guy that um, w- was in love with the other king's wife. So he was related to him and he had to stop the treaty in honor of his heritage. I know that his heritage had something to do with it, but I think you're way off on the... Because there's something about the poisoning of the other king... And they blamed, did they like blame his family for it or something like that? So, all right. No, listen. Okay. So he was, um, all right. So there's two countries and we're going to call him King A and King B. King A, he was in love with King B's wife. And he poisoned King B to get with his wife. Hold on a second. I found it right here. Okay. Mr. Little's maiden name, mother's maiden name was Devin, the same surname as Prince Claude, who had allegedly poisoned, or who was allegedly poisoned by the Penguin Prince Jun following the original signing of the treaty. So the, so. No, there was something about somebody's wife. They were in love with somebody. Yeah, they're all right. Well, I'm gonna rewatch the movie now because okay, I know I'm right. I I mean I'm literally just reading this off of Wikipedia. Yeah, so I watched the movie. Um, I'm right. And then they send him to the dungeons, which like they make a big deal in one of the movies about how they haven't used the dungeons in 600 years or something. Yeah, how'd you like that scene where they were trying to get out of the dungeon and she dropped the key? And then the mom was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a bobby pin. I could have gotten us out like 20 minutes ago, but I want to watch my crippled daughter struggle <laughs> to get this key. Yeah, that was not cool. They needed some way to make this go all the way up until the last minute. Because mm-hmm. they found the treaty in the dungeon. Yeah, yeah, the treaty was in the dungeon in the grave of Claude, I guess, or something. So if that's not a clue as to who did it, I don't know what is. Mm. Actually, they, like, I don't remember them doing a good job of, like, setting it up, like, for you to figure out that it was the butler beforehand. No, they definitely didn't. They just, like, last minute, they're like, oh, yeah, the butler did it. Here's why. Um, And we spent half the movie just kind of, like, kind of looking for the treaty. Did did you like how Rose MacGyver solved all the problems in all of the um, A Christmas Prince films by being a journalist? Yeah, which like that's fine. Like I I like okay, you know, journalists got to ask the right questions, got to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'd think that after like maybe the second one, they'd be like, oh, maybe maybe she can figure this out. We should just like kick our feet back and. You know, maybe don't bring out the dogs to sniff for a treaty. Right. right. Well, she was pregnant, so she was a little distracted. 
Yeah, but she was also planning a wedding in the last one. Right. And she figured things out, and she was falling in love in the first one, (laughs) figuring things out. so much time. Do you remember in the first one how it was called A Christmas Prince, but he proposed to her on New Year's Eve? (laughs) Yeah. That was funny. (laughs) But then in the following movies, everything happens on Christmas. Mm -hmm. Wedding, Christmas. Baby birth, Christmas. Christmas Eve. Minutes before Christmas Day. Yeah. But that's a bad birthday. I feel bad for that baby. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I guess they're like royalty, so they can, they're just going to throw gifts at it forever. But still, you kind of get overshadowed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Thanks to uh, patterns, we were able to accurately predict that she would go into labor on Christmas Eve when they have to sign the treaty. Right. Did not predict that the doctor would drive into a snowbank, though. That just seems... You would think that in a country that is known for being snowy, mm-hmm. that more people would drive vehicles that were better suited for the snow. You would think. And that they would constantly have snow plows going. Yeah. The queen is like, oh, yeah, the roads are clear. No, they're not. <laughs> Your she doctor is. just went into... Also, what was with the whole thing about, like, I understand the reasoning for it, but why was it included in the movie for them to, like, come up with positive things to say about, the or, like, positive thoughts with the birth, where they were calling them surges instead of contractions? I don't know. There was a brief scene with the doctor, and she was basically like, you gotta stay positive. You can't stress out, or you'll have the baby too early. Which she didn't really seem all that stressed in the movie. No. She seemed like no. she was having a pretty easygoing time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like, and this could just be me, but I feel like the word surges has just as much of a negative connotation as contraction. Right. Like, why not name them, like, Twinkle Tickles or something? <laughs> Twinkle <laughs> Oh, sweetheart, are you, how far apart are your tinkle, twinkle tickles? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. feel like you would, like, yell at me if I <laughs> called it that. I don't know. That's if, what I'm going to, if I ever get pregnant, that's what I'm going to call them. I'm going to be like, Nigel, my I'm going to play a game tickles. with you, and <laughs> I'm going to see if we ever have a child who does a better job of remembering <laughs> this joke in this moment. When you're going into labor. <laughs> no, I'll start using it when I feel the baby kick. I'll be like, oh, there goes a twinkle tickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wh- I mean, d- like, did they have other words for like, oh, the baby's kicking? Like, because kicking is negative. <laughs> like, you don't, kicking should not be allowed. The baby is jostling. The baby is jostling. <laughs> I was... I don't know. That was there. I the thing about this one is I feel like there was just so many weird things happening. Yes, that it they didn't give anything enough attention mm-hmm. to have actually it, have a story. Yeah, to like yeah. actually have a story or to have anything meaningful happen. Mm-hmm. For sure, like you just knew what was going to happen because that's what has to they happen really in just this like movie. Phoned it in on this. One. Yeah, they definitely. That's exactly what I've been thinking this whole time. So would you be disappointed if they don't make a fourth one? No, are they going to? No, I. Uh, there's no word on whether or not they're going to make one. Good, they can. It's been two years. I think they should probably just call it quits. Yeah. Like, oh, the baby's born. 
Right. Although I could definitely see them pulling like a like a ten years later thing. Mm. That would be annoying. Yeah. Mm. I mean, we don't need more Christmas Netflix movies to watch. No, no, we do not. You want to hop over to your dating corner? Welcome to my dating corner. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't prepare anything? No. It's on my phone. I forgot my phone. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Obviously, if you are going to marry somebody, you should have some level of trust with them. Correct. Oh, is this about Simon? Is this related yeah. to Simon? Yeah, that yeah. was a weird... Why did? How did we not talk about that subplot yet? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Pause your thing. Because, okay. like, okay. So we talked about how Simon wasn't the bad guy in this one. Again. Right. Because you can't go back to the same well twice. Right. So, but he's acting all shifty. Mm-hmm. Talking to his ex-girlfriend, Lynn, who is the assistant or something to the queen of Panglia. Mm-hmm. And... But, like, you called it. Like, he's getting ready to propose to what's-her-face. Amy. Amy? No. <laughs> Megan? Mallory? Amy. Medina? <laughs> Amy. What was her name? Amy. Melissa. <laughs> we were... <laughs> you were so confident. <laughs> yeah, it's Amy. <laughs> no, it's... Her name should be Amy. <laughs> she looks like an Amy. She does, I guess, look like an Amy. <laughs> All right, so he's going to propose to Melissa, but he's being all shady with the Panglian girl. But really, he's just trying to get Maldovia out of debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a, a brief moment, like a throwaway line where he's like, oh, yeah, we've solved our debt problem. Yeah. We wanted to add stuff to the treaty, but we weren't concerned about the treaty being gone. <laughs> and also, you already signed the treaty. So, or did they not sign the treaty at that point? They did not. Either way, his stuff didn't get added to the treaty. No. They said, it's 1159, sign it right now, go, 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 go. if your treaty goes missing, why can't you just print up a new Word document of, like, a temporary (laughs) treaty? I don't know. uh, This country seems so stuck on, like, tradition. Yeah. Like, Clearly, that's been a problem for a while now. Right. So, you know, maybe with this treaty, you know, use like e-sign or something. Right. Put it right. on a computer. Right. Then print it out later and frame it and or something. And then it wouldn't go missing. Exactly. Problem solved. Right. You still have the witness lady there. Mm-hmm. If she wants to wax seal, you know, your MacBook, like, go, f- go for it, you know. Right. Do what you got to do. Anyways... So Simon's crime in this movie is loving someone to the point of wanting to propose to them. But his girlfriend, Melissa, thought that he was cheating on her with his ex-girlfriend from Penguins. And Yeah, you nailed that. <laughs> what is it? Penglia? Penglia. Um, so anyway, my question is... I guess I guess related to this movie, what would your significant other 
have to be doing for you to, to for assume that they're trying to cripple the debt of an entire country? Yeah, like or to, to do topple shady. a monarchy? Yeah. And then like and then do you do you like say yes to their engagement after you just prove that you don't trust them? Cuz he really gave her, I mean, no real reason not to trust him. Yeah, it seems like that's all on her. Right. And uh maybe she has some things that she needs to work out. Right. So, I guess that's my question is like what would I have to do? If we were royalty, for you to <laughs> we're be specifically a- <laughs> royalty in this situation. Yeah. Okay. Because like, what would I have to do in this situation for you to be like, oh, she's talking to the mayor of penguins, and what do I? She's probably, you know, doing it with him. First of all, if they were doing it, that was so fast. They literally like <laughs> walked into the room, gave. Gave Melissa enough time to walk around the corner, <laughs> and then they came out. Yeah. That was <laughs> the world's fastest quickie yeah. in yeah, history. Yeah, even arguably, like, he was showing her the engagement ring, and that was still pretty fast. Right. I mean, like, we know she, that he was showing he was her like, the engagement ring. Oh, here's the ring. She must have been like, oh, looks great. Okay, bye. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> did you didn't even look at it. You walked in, and you walked out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so first of all, what would, what was the question? What do you have to do for me to not trust you? Yeah, like in a royalty situation. Though. Okay, um, I guess find secret plans to topple the government. So you'd have to find the plans. It wouldn't just be like. I mean, if you like left it up on your computer. computer. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. But like, but like if, if I was just hiding my computer from you. I mean, I think that would be a little weird. Right. But I would just say, like, well, our country's obsessed with Christmas, so maybe she's planning Christmas or already. Like, here's a wild idea. You could just ask your significant other. Kaylin, asking is not an option ever. You need to stew <laughs> and assume the worst to the point where it creates a tiny, tiny ball of hate and doubt in you. <laughs> And then you let that fester long enough until you are certain that they're cheating on you (laughs) and or doing something sketchy, and then you just leave them. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize we couldn't communicate with our spouses. No, actually, rule of thumb, especially in a romantic comedy, never talk to your significant other about anything. Right. Like, if you want to have a romantic comedy life style don't talk to your spouse keep everything to yourself Mm -hmm. but continue to think the other person is attractive Mm -hmm. or novel idea talk to your spouse communicate nope i'm gonna continue to keep everything deep down inside of me Mm. You'd be great for a rom-com movie, then. Great. That was my goal in life. I want my life to look like a rom-com, so I will act like a rom-com. There you That's go. how that works, right? That's how that works. Yeah. Do you have an answer to that question? Uh, my answer would be, I would talk to you first. And then, yeah, if you I were n- sketchy, I would be like, oh, okay, he is going to topple the government. Yeah. I feel like in a royal situation, it's either, it's never like you're cheating on someone. It's just you're either toppling the government (laughs) or you're not toppling the government. Right, right. Yeah. So, that's uh, all I got for 
dating advice. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, the well has run dry on these movies, so I do I not mean, blame you. No, I think that's great dating advice. Talk to your significant other. Yeah. I, I guess. Crazy. But do you want to use the talking to your significant other one on, like, Christmas Prince, like you don't want to save that advice for a, no, a better because, movie. Because this literally, that whole subplot could have been avoided had she just communicated with him. That whole subplot had no business being in this movie, and exactly. it's also proof of how many different threads they tried to just cram into this movie. Right. That went really no. I feel like most scenes in this movie were, or most plots in this movie were solved in like one scene. Yeah. Like, definitely. The treaty goes missing. Hey, let's go look in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like yeah, they were like, oh, let's you, let's get a dog. Let's like look in all the rooms. Mm-hmm. But then, like, what do they do the rest of the time? They went ice skating. Right. Seems like you should be looking for a treaty rather than going ice skating. <clears throat> but what do I know? Yeah, I mean, not I'm not the ruler of, of a small, frozen country. Right. That owes money units to <laughs> Penglia. Right. Yeah. I um did not care for this movie. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean, <clears throat> I liked it more than the last one. Mm-hmm, for sure. But there really wasn't anything to like about it other than it, like, wasn't annoying. You know, it was Christmas. Yeah, but the last one was Christmas. Right. But you don't like these movies. I mean generally. I don't love them, but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put down a Christmas movie. I'm All not right. gonna do it. Can't make me. I'm not asking you to. <laughs> I don't remember what our next Christmas movie is gonna be, but it's gonna be another one of these. All right. I can't wait. Does this one deserve to be on your top ten? Ha 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 no. Okay. I guess we'll uh, just continue waiting for the day when a rom-com ends up on one of our top tens. Never going to happen. Probably not going to happen. I At this point, I ask myself constantly, why do we continue to talk about rom-coms? We should, we should post a thing on Instagram for people to recommend their top rom-com movie for us to watch. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Or just ask people if they want us to keep talking about rom-coms. No, I Okay. But post it. What is your favorite, okay? I will see what I can do. Kay. Maybe the week that this comes out, Kay. we'll do it. Good. I'm actually, like, legitimately excited to talk about a Christmas movie, Christmas. Don't know if anyone listening has seen that, but it looks... Ridiculous. It looks crazy. I think it's going to give Christmas Perfection a run for its money. I doubt it. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about in this movie? Um, no. Because this is legitimately turning into a very short episode. Really? Yeah, I thought we were doing a good job on uh, time, and uh, now we're, you know. All right, we'll keep it short today, because we got so many more Christmas movies to watch. Apparently, when we start taking these movies seriously, we have less things to say about them. (laughs) Which should tell you that these movies aren't great. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like our episodes ran longer when we made fun of these movies. Right, still, there's so much more to talk about. I mean, we could still talk about all that, but <laughs> we just at the end of the podcast, we just have to say, "Oh yeah, this was 
much better than people will give it credit for, and here's why. I don't think this movie deserves any more credit than... No, I mean, with this gets. movie, you definitely know what you're getting. Yeah, so... Like, if you, if you turn this on... This movie credit. If you turn this movie on and you think, wow, like, that was stupid, like, you're dumb. You should have known better. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, to wrap us up. Thank you for listening. As always, we encourage you, our audience, to hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts so you never have to miss an episode. We are starting our Christmas season. Well, this is our second episode of the Christmas season. But, you know, if you like more of these movies, you got three more coming up. So buckle up. Hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss it. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Journey into Film. Head over there and you can uh, recommend your favorite Christmas rom-com or just your favorite rom-com in general because we need more to talk about. And uh, the more ridiculous they are, the better. That's right. And if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash a journey into film or head over to TeePublic and check out some sweet merch. Links to those are available in the show notes. We have a new Christmas shirt this year. Go check it out. It's got Krampus on it. it. So it's technically a Krampus shirt. Worked very hard on it. And, uh, you know, if you uh, want some cool stuff. That's why I'm getting everyone for Christmas this year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you to get everybody a shirt for Christmas this year. I'd love to. Okay. Technically, it's both of our money. So I guess we're both getting people shirts this year. Could you imagine... Well, we'll talk about it later. (laughs) As always, never let anyone tell you that a film you enjoy is bad because they're probably wrong. Happy holidays.